Welcome to the Palm Harvest Podcast. We are a community in Costa Mesa, California. To know more about us, visit our website, palmharvest.com. To follow along with today's message, download the Palm Harvest app and click on Sermon Notes. Thank you for listening. Hello, my friends. Today we're going to talk about how to be healed by God. So for that, would you join me for prayer? God, we thank you so much for loving us. We thank you for showing us what love is, for showcasing it yourself through your son, Jesus, for accepting us and for inspiring us to live lives like you did. I pray that whoever's listening, whoever's watching, that they can be inspired by you so that they can live their best life. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, so I encourage you, if you have a a Bible, you can get it on an app, so it's so easy. Um, it's 2 Kings chapter 5 and it goes like this Naaman was general of the army under the king of Aram he was important to his master who held him in the highest esteem because it was by him that God had given victory to Aram a truly great man but afflicted with a grievous skin disease so there we have disease but Today we're going to learn how to be healed by God. Alright? So, let's keep reading. It so happened that Aram, on one of its raiding expeditions against Israel, captured a young girl who became maid to Naaman's wife. One day she said to her mistress, Oh, if only my master could meet the prophet of Samaria. He would be healed of his skin disease. I want to talk about Naaman's wife. Because she's mentioned two times in this story. He's mentioned when he says he became made to Naaman's wife. And then one day she said to her mistress. The young girl said to her mistress. Those are the only two times she's mentioned and I want to talk about the process that Naaman went through to get his ultimate healing in the Jordan River so if you're with me we're gonna do something different today because I'm not just gonna be talking right now when I was reading this story it reminded me like right away of a story that Jesus told in Matthew and as I was thinking of the story in Matthew, I, 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 I remember this story that my wife just told me a couple weeks ago. And it's about her friend who had lost a precious, expensive jewel and how she found it. Right? So exciting news. So this is how it's going to be. 
we're gonna hear their story. We're gonna hear them telling us the story. And then we're gonna come back so that we can learn how did God bring about healing to our friend and to you as he did to Naaman. What is your most valuable possession? What is it that you have that makes you think that you're rich? Is it something? Is it someone? Is it something you own? Is it a place? Is it a thing? Is it an ambition? I think that day uh, was a regular play day. It was a regular play day, but I, before you came, I was organizing the garage, which again was what we were doing today, cleaning and organizing the garage. And right in the midst of all the work and lifting things and throwing things in the trash, my father came to me and said, here, honey, here's the necklace. I fixed it for you. And I, and I just held it. I said, oh, thanks. It looks so pretty. Then I walked into the garage and I remember just staring at this necklace going, oh, it looks really pretty. And if I had amnesia, it started then because I don't know what I did with that necklace from that moment on. Kept cleaning, put the trash away that night. Trash people were coming the next morning. And I was already in deep thought, going through emotional uh, challenges, been praying to God literally for the last year and a half. And I'm at the last, it's kind of getting to the end of where I need to now make a decision. And so I had that on my head. And then I lost the necklace. Sheila was like, okay, let, you know, let me tell you, Millie. I was here yesterday, my mom, so she told me the story and she's like, are you already looking these two big black bags of trash? Probably there, but I already, I already went through and it's not there. And I said, well, Sheila, calm down, relax. I don't think you throw it away. Maybe somewhere, remember, like if they give you that, where you, where, where, what's the first thing to do? Where do you go? Where are you going and put it? And she's like, well, what my jewelry is you know like no other way like okay so and she asked me so we will do this again yeah why not we have the time let's do it so well yeah i mean and i went through both of the bags and at that moment because i was already kind of sad and under i was questioning a lot of things in my head and i was explaining to you my concerns and my I was I, the words I was saying. I think I remember was God give me the patience, but it was something dis related to the necklace. I'm like God give me patience. Please make me patient and just wait. And then at the same time I'm like, but I really have to find this necklace. Help me find the necklace. And I didn't want to go through the bags again because I thought I already went through it yesterday. I don't want to go through the stinky trash bags. It's probably not in there. Maybe it's in the other six trash bags. I don't know. And I just had such negativity flowing through my body already and you just said why not she was doing the hard part you know i just i was helping me you know opening the back load no honey that's your mess go through your mess <laughs> so she put some gloves and start digging so we finished with one bag and was not there so i asked she like okay bring the next one we're done with this one nothing here it's in here 
So she brought heavy one, you know, and she started like this trash. Listen, for flies, food, you know, like Smell. from the kitchen, maybe for two days or three. Probably two days, and it was really dirty. Mm -hmm. And I went through it. I'm halfway through it. And she saw the look on my face. I, I had to dig one more dig, and I'm like, you know what? It's not here. Just forget it. It's just that the negativity again came across my head. And Millie said, just keep going on top of my head. Keep going. And I took one more scoop, and the necklace just fell in my hand. And I started laughing because it was... It was, I was asking God while I'm digging, just give me some, just give me some patience and give, just please, because there's so many answers I need answered for me. Just give me some patience. But it wasn't about the necklace. It was about the other issues. And then the necklace fell in my hand. I said, ah, I hear you. This is not about the necklace. This is about your telling me, listen, I hear you. Just you have to be patient. Because if I wasn't patient, I wasn't even going to look through those trash bags with you. In Palm Harvest, I love the way Jesus speaks in parables. Because a parable is a story with a takeaway. And one of my favorite stories that I think it's, it's so relatable to, to Sheila's story that she was telling us about. It's found in Matthew chapter 13 when Jesus is giving a parable about the kingdom. What does the kingdom look like? Right? So then he says in verse 44, God's kingdom is like a treasure hidden in a field for years and then accidentally found by a trespasser. The finder is ecstatic. What a find! And proceeds to sell everything he owns to raise money and buy that field. And there's other parts. There's the part where I asked him to give me patience. Why? Because maybe I felt I was wronged. Maybe I felt that because I'm not the guilty party, why should I have to uh, give more and be compassionate? Well, that's the whole point, because God's compassionate, because Christ is compassionate. So if somebody did something wrong to me, why do I have to do the same thing back? Why can't I be compassionate and break the cycle? And that was my struggle, because I was so angry. And if you talk to many people, it's easier to go angry, it's easier to be revengeful, but that's not God's way. See, one of the things that I find so interesting about this, this story of Naaman is that the girl was captured by him and she didn't go straight to him. She went to her mistress, to Naaman's wife, right? We have already learned that Naaman's probably like a strong leader. Maybe when you saw Naaman, he would give you the impression of a tough, rude guy. Maybe try to stay away from him, avoid him. But see, wives and good friends have a way to get to our hearts, don't they? So the girl tells her mistress, and then the mistress tells her husband. 
And I mean, the story of how he got healed, it's amazing because it, it took him, it, it took him getting rid of everything he had. But I'm not talking about possessions of riches. I'm talking about the possessions of the heart. What do you need to get rid of today? See, the beautiful exchange with Jesus is that you can bring your worst. We are the trespassers already. <laughs> we are the ones that by accident have found this treasure that's hiding. And that treasure is Jesus. And what Jesus wants to do is for you to get rid of everything that is not Him so that you can get all that He is. And all that He is is the best human that you can possibly be. So He wants you to trade your anxiety for His peace. He wants you to trade your pain for His care, for His touch, for His embrace. He wants to wipe your tears of sorrow. And He wants you to leap for joy. See, that is the beautiful exchange. If somebody tells you that you can live the best life that you can in this life and in the next one, wouldn't you pursue it? Wouldn't you sell everything that you have? And I love the story that Jesus told because, because Matthew and the disciples are trying to figure out, why do you tell stories all the time? And then he explains, well, I tell stories because it brings about readiness, readiness to hear. And the, I think that's the picture that we had with, with the story of our friend Sheila and my wife telling her, why didn't you look a little bit deeper? Why didn't you look in the trash again? Why didn't you dig out one more time? And then she found that precious jewel. This almost seems like an unfair transaction. And it is. One of my favorite bands called Reliant K, they have a song that says, the beauty of grace is that it makes life not fair. See, this is, the, this is the exchange that we have nothing good to offer. It's almost like all that we have is all the baggage. It's all our crap. It's all our ugliness. And Jesus says, you are the trespassers. But you, do you see the treasure that's hiding? And that treasure... He's hidden it inside of us. It's called the image of God. The most beautiful being in the universe has designed you with all the elements inside of you for greatness. All the elements inside of you for redemption. And what he's asking for us to do in this exchange is to get rid of all that we are, to sell all of our possessions 
to buy the one we found. See, our possessions is not what we what we own. It's not the the house that we have or the car that we drive. Our possessions is what's in our hearts. It's that unforgiveness. Our possessions is that anxiety, is that sorrow. See, He wants for us in order to be healed inside, in our hearts. See, physical healing, it's almost secondary. Because what good is it for a man to gain the whole world but lose his own soul? See, the heart, the soul, the things that matter are the things that are important, that are most valuable. And Jesus in you is the best person that you can ever be. So are you ready for God's healing? Because I just told you how to be healed by God. He's ready to give you the treasure that's hiding inside of you already. The treasure of His image inside of you. So if you want to find that treasure, get rid of all that you are. No wonder Jesus said, if you want to follow me, deny yourself daily and follow me. See, deny yourself. What does that mean? To deny my fears. To deny what I'm holding on to that is not letting me forgive. Because when I forgive, I become free. What do you need to get rid of today? God is ready to heal your soul. Are you ready to lay it all down? at His feet. If you are, I invite you to say, Lord, I give you my life. I want you to come and replace all of me because whatever's inside of me, whatever's not good, I don't want it. I only want the goodness that you offer, the treasure that's already inside of me, but I can't see it. Because all that I can see and all that I can hear is the voices of desperation. And I want to lay those at your feet so that you can give me your peace, your healing, your restorative touch in my life. So yeah, it was a, was a beautiful day. We were laughing. <laughs> And like it was beautiful, beautiful it the was way beautiful. He, God talked to us. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, I'm I'm never gonna forget that. 
because I remember your expressions, your face. Like, <gasps> I remember. Like, unbelievable. Yes, I, I wasn't going to do it. And I wasn't going to dig through the bags again. I was already giving up. But you were like, why not? You never know. God does miracles. And you were saying that to me. I'm like, yes, he does. But this is just a necklace. He doesn't care about this. This doesn't mean anything to God. There's more important things he can do for people. Who cares if I lost my necklace? But it wasn't about that. Yeah. It was him throwing me a little, you know, a little giggle saying, I just heard you. God bless you guys. So glad that we got to have this conversation today. We would love to hear from you. The best way is to download the Palm Harvest app or if you already have it. We would love to hear from you and we would love to hear your story of how God is restoring your heart back to the best human that He designed you to be when He thought of you, when He created you. God bless you. See you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Palm Harvest podcast. We would love to get to know you. So download the Palm Harvest app for free and fill out our connection card. Your continued support helps us spread hope around the world. You can also give in our app and find out more about our community.